Blog Talk Radio. Today is Monday, February the 2nd, 2015, and as always, I'm your host, John Hansen, and as we do each and every Monday at this same time, over these very same virtual airwaves of the Blog Talk Radio Network, we bring to you Buyers Meeting Point's Kelly Barner to share news from the world of procurement. And of course, included in this sharing of insights is the weekly guest audio, or soundbite as we like to call it. And joining Kelly this week is Gerard Chick, co-author of The Procurement Value Proposition. He's also the Chief Knowledge Officer of Optimum Procurement Group. He's going to talk about the evolution of procurement and the opportunities and choices that come with it. So without further delay, let's welcome back to the show, Kelly Barter. Thank you, John. This is the Buyer's Meeting Point Weekly Update for February 2nd through the 6th, 2015. This week is light on events, but the two being offered are both worth attending, in my opinion. The first event takes place on Tuesday afternoon, hosted by Sourcing Interest Group and presented by SAP Ariba on Contract Management, Facilitating Signature and Compliance. In an October 2014 webinar presentation by Peter Smith at Spend Matters UK Europe, he made the point that the majority of the value derived from any given contract is usually realized after procurement files it away or hands it off to someone else in the organization. If we start to think of contract management solutions as more than document repositories with alert functionality, we can also expand our perspective on what value creation opportunities exist within the lifespan of the contract. In the description for this week's webinar, SIG points out that contracts can contribute to important procurement initiatives, such as compliance and efficiency, that is, as long as we let them. Then on Wednesday, Zykus' Richard Waugh and Peter Smith again will speak about securing the future of procurement. In an idea that actually ties very well into our guest soundbite this week, Smith intends to talk about the role of external factors and changes in procurement success to this point in our evolution. As he says, we have been lucky. But we should not expect conditions to continue so forcefully in our favor. If we want to continue to be successful, we need to accept the fact that the wind will no longer be at our backs. Moving forward, we will need to improve our proficiency in a number of more advanced skills areas and techniques to meet the expectations of the enterprise. And if, as the event description suggests, we can expect a lively debate with conflicting opinions, this event is not to be missed. Check the Buyer's Meeting Point events calendar for the scheduling and registration links for these events as well as those coming up. Next week's events include ProcureCon Indirect East in Orlando, Florida, and webinars on acquitting and managing talent, third-party logistics operators, and big data. For this week's guest audio, I want to share an excerpt of a video featuring Gerard Chick, the co-author of the Procurement Value Proposition with Robert Hanfield, and the Chief Knowledge Officer of Optimum Procurement Group. I will put the link to the full video on today's episode page 
in case you want to hear the rest of his thoughts or if you would like to view it with French subtitles. I read and reviewed the procurement value proposition at the end of 2014. And although it is definitely a book for procurement and other spend management professionals to read, it is important to point out the lesson it offers that we need to consider our value proposition from the perspectives of executives, stakeholders, and suppliers, not from our own wants and needs. Obviously, there is more to discuss on this topic, but first, let's listen to Chick explain his expectations for the evolution of procurement as a function and as an organization within the modern competitive enterprise. Procurement has changed over the last 30 years. Um, there was a thing called purchasing, which existed, I guess, from time immemorial. Uh, and around about the late 70s, early 80s, things changed. Supply chain management became a subject. It didn't exist in the 70s. And at the same time, uh, economists who were working in the area, principally Milton Friedman, introduced the notion of shareholder maximization. This brought a focus on cost into businesses and procurement's role started to change because they wanted to maximize the value they could get from their supply chains and also look at how procurement operated. So in the 1980s, we started to see things like just-in-time and lean being introduced into organizations and into procurement. In the 90s, increasingly, we saw outsourcing and offshoring. In the noughties, we saw a lot of IT being brought into business and everything started with an E, e-auctions, e-procurement, etc. And in this decade, the thing that has really changed in procurement is that risk has become the number one issue. The result of this change in procurement, I think, will cause organisations to look at the business models that they operate, which means that they'll look at a new structure for procurement. I don't think you'll have uh, a large, discrete procurement in businesses anymore. They will increasingly require people to work across teams. Um, I think outsourcing will go up because uh, the people who did the tactical work, who did the doing work, the simple buying, will be pushed out to organisations that can operate uh, probably more effectively than those procurement departments because they're doing it more frequently and possibly cheaper. I think that relationships are going to become increasingly important and that procurement will need to work more closely with their partners. They will be looking for innovation from the supply base, they'll be looking for ideas, and they will be looking for relationships over time rather than just uh, short-term relationships. I think another impact of 2008 was that there were a lot of bankruptcies and a consequence the supply base has shrunk. That hasn't necessarily made them weaker, in some effects it's made them stronger and suppliers can pick and choose who they want to work with. If you're a late payer or you've got very hard terms and conditions or a poor relationship, you may find that your supply base moves away from you. Uh, finally, I think that risk will become everybody's business. Everybody will have to focus on risk, uh, whether it's the politics of a country, whether it's the geographical position of the country, whether it's the, econ the economics of that country. People will have to focus on those issues and not just what they're buying. Procurement will need to have a much greater financial focus. Procurement people will need to be commercial and they will need to understand how they impact the business. There's a very simple equation, profit equals revenue minus cost over asset usage. Cost impacts profit. So procurement people just driving money out won't help. They need to increase their impact on the bottom line and add value. In the future, I think that procurement will have to work, as it were, with the times and with the business. I think procurement will shrink in many organisations and we will see the, uh, the buyer, the deal person, the doer move. 
and we will increasingly be looking, or CPOs will be increasingly looking for um, people who are enablers to the business, they're value adders, they're people who don't just do deals, they look across the whole picture. They will have to work in uh, joined up teams, there'll be boundary spanners, they won't just work in a uh, procurement function that crosses the whole organisation, they'll be part of something else. Uh, we'll see an increased use in technology. We'll see an increase in the use of analytics rather than just pure benchmarking. And this will require new skills. People who work in procurement in the future can't be just buyers. They need to be something else. They need to be a bimodal person. Somebody who understands the commercial side of the business and the commercial part of procurement. And somebody who can also analyse data that the organisation has and bring out uh, compelling arguments from that uh, data to convince the organization to do certain things. When Chip talks about the evolution of procurement, he's not talking about a discipline coming of age as much as one that has been shaped and directed by larger corporate trends and market dynamics. This is the point that connects to what Peter Smith will discuss on this week's webinar. Whether we realize it or not, the influence of external factors on procurement's ability to succeed goes back to the very beginning of our existence as evidenced by Chick's accurate comment that in most cases, purchasing organizations have been replaced by other teams and ideas. Until now, procurement has grown in headcount as we took on more responsibilities. But we have come to a turning point. Although we continue to take on new responsibilities such as supply-based innovation or risk mitigation, we will no longer be growing in headcount to accomplish these things. We will need to outsource or automate tactical work and focus on strategic efforts with a very different mindset about the team we are on and the enterprise we serve. We need to improve our focus on and understanding of commercial leverage, articulating our current impact in these terms and finding new objectives along these lines. Being named after an action rather than a purpose, so think purchasing versus spend management or commercial management, has contributed to our identity crisis at this point. It may seem like semantics, but one becomes obsolete while the other continues on in some evolved form. With procurement's formalized processes and specialized solutions, we became entrenched and expected to be just like finance or human resources in that we would be a constant for decades to come. I think this is at least in part where the heartache over the CPO role comes from. But we are in a more transient position because the role we serve does change with corporate trends and market dynamics and the spend profile of the enterprise at any given time. And that may be good or bad depending on your perspective. Many of us will need to leave the formal procurement organization, which incidentally may cease to exist in its current state, in order to continue to ply our trade. Everything going forward will need to be multidimensional analytics rather than reporting, value creation rather than cost reduction. Some of us will sink and others will soar, but the change is coming regardless. Do you agree with Chick's statements about the evolution of procurement? What about mine? Are you starting to see the signs of change in your own organization? As always, you can share your thoughts on this week's guest audio or recommended events by commenting on today's episode page or by connecting with me directly on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook. I will be back next Monday to review upcoming procurement events and share another guest audio excerpt.